Welcome to On The Bounce, where we discuss resilience and its practical application in our lives. Together, we'll discover the tools needed to empower ourselves, develop positive thoughts, and accomplish our goals to become the best versions of ourselves. Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode on On The Bounce. And before I start and introduce my aspirational uh, speaker, I definitely wanted to say that there, you know, one of the one of the things that are beautiful about connecting on social media is that you run across people, you come across people who really inspire and are motivated to be uh, a change maker. And this, my guess is definitely a testimony to someone who is willing and committed to advocating, amplifying and making change in her community. So with that, without further ado, I just want to say, Kalina, I just want to say thank you for taking the time and being on the bot and on the bounce today. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So before I, you know, we get into all this, I just want to take a few minutes and give you the platform to introduce yourself, please. Daphne, hello, everybody. Um, get ready for popcorn because I'm so many things, honestly. <laughs> and um, honestly, people ask me, like, Lena, how you do that? So first thing is, I am a mental health coach for a young professional with disabilities, however, the doors are open for others non-disability community as well. And second, I am international speaker. Third, I am, um, again, there's a lot of things. I am an author, so I do have a book that actually just came out. It's called Every Day I Am Just Deaf, and I am a deaf advocacy where I teach people how to be inclusive, especially on social media platforms. That's because a lot of people don't know how to be inclusive on social media. And I just help people in general how to be more accessible on social media. Awesome. Well, that's definitely a lot of hats that <laughs> that you wear. And, you know, it's, it's just great that you are able to um, find areas where you recognize that needs um, people committed to not just being able to utilize a platform, but how do we do this smartly? How do we do this safely? How do we how do we make sure that we maximize this opportunity to achieve the success that you're looking for? So I applaud you for being able to, um, you know, pick pick those areas and kind of focus. So let's start with your journey. All right, let's go okay. there. How did you get into all of this? Honestly, well, um, it's from two stories actually. Um, just because, you know, I I was not born deaf. A lot of people always ask me that, and I said, no, I was not actually born deaf. I actually became deaf at the age of four due to an infection. So moving forward, when I got older, I would uh, communicate with both hearing and the deaf community, which is very interesting. Um, I did struggle, obviously, when I was growing up, and I realized that I would I had to do so many things to make myself uncomfortable to fit into the hand community. And it's like, why should we disability people have to work our butt off to feel included and mm. to feel belong in the non-disability community, or even for myself who is deaf? It's very hard for me to fit in the hand community. And it's like, it's not fair. And can you imagine, especially me growing up at four, I had to really advocate for myself a lot while I was going to a hearing school. 
And so that one day I was actually working at a big park. It's called Canada's Wonderland. So yes, I'm from Toronto. So for those who are listening, like, wait, she from Toronto? Yes, I am. Um, I used to work at a big park. It's called Canada's Wonderland. And a little boy approached me. My hair and age was showing. Like, I had my hair in a ponytail. And he came to me to go, Miss, Miss. And I thought he was lost. And I'm like, are you lost? And he's like, no, like, I have my hair in age too. And me and him had a small talk. I'm like, oh, my God. And it was super, super, super cute. And his mom came to me. And she's like, wait, you're deaf in the hand me? And I said, uh, no, why? And she's like, you just literally uplift my son's confidence by showing him that he feels welcome in the hand community. And she's been doing that a lot. And, I'm like, and I told her we had a small conversation. And she's like, it's very rare to see a deaf person interacting in the hand community, which is very true. And it's very sad that there's not a lot of us out there. And even especially myself, when I talk to people, they're like, wait, you're deaf? And I was like, yes. Why? <laughs> and you know, it just that not, not a lot of not a lot of community came across a deaf person because a lot of deaf person are very afraid to come out with the hand community because they feel like one, they're not gonna accommodate them or they're not gonna be nice to them. So let's go on. However, that's the first story. The second story was when I went to university. I had a, a professor that was deaf actually, and it was very interesting because it was a math class. I hate math so much. I really <laughs> should And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be in the class. And that one day, I don't know what he did, but he did something to catch my attention. Mm. He's like, one second. I have to change my hand battery in front of the whole class. I was like, wait, you did just change your hand battery in front of the whole lecture. And I was mind blown because I was like, how do you do that? This is full of 500, 600 kids. I mean, students, sorry, not kids, students, um, that's looking at you and learning from your courses. And I had a small talk with him after class, and I said, how do you go this road, like your journey? And tell me about it. And he's just like, honestly, Kalina, I'm doing what you're doing. You have to get yourself up there because you never know who's watching you, who yes. needs your help, who needs your board. Because I just literally help you build your confidence. And you just never know who's watching you. And I said, wow. And that's when I realized to myself, maybe I can help the next generation just like the way he just helped me. And that's really how my story started. And third, I met my mentor. She met me on social media. And she's like, you need to get your stuff out there more, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, no, no, no. This is impossible. Like, I just, I really didn't think I would come this far in terms of being booked on podcasts and international speakers, speaking for schools, for the deaf schools and hand school. It was really crazy. And um, so, yeah, so that is how really my journey started. Wow. That is that is all I can say is wow. You know, I think that, you know, Kalina, what you just highlighted, there's so many layers that we can start to pull apart, right? And I think that what was beautiful is that how you were able to come across um, moments that really started to uh, create a path for your direction without you even aware of that's the direction that you're heading. And then also recognizing the the yearning to to have someone do that for you too, and being able to have the courage to step into that platform to be that for someone else. I think that definitely shows a lot of your character, who you are, 
And just for the community, for all the communities as a whole to recognize the importance of it to be not only inclusive, but to understand the importance as to why. I think that, you know, when you look at, when you, when you speak to people, you know, we all generally have this idea or this notion like, yeah, we're inclusive, right? But do you understand what that is? You know, do you understand what are some accommodations? What are some considerations? What are some conversations to or not to have? And to make it that it's in, it's it's comfortable where you can have that little boy come up to you and just be like, oh my goodness, I could be part of the, you know, the, I can be deaf, but yet still be part of the hearing community. And that's completely doable. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I love the way that you were able to just take that on and, um, and recognize the importance. So how did you start to identify focusing on youth and, you know, driving that mission? I would say um, it all literally goes back to when I was young, when I was growing up. I never had any friend that looks like me. I never had a role model that can look up to that looks like me. And and that was the key for me was to teach the next generation that they could do anything they want. And that's mm-hmm. where it drives me to youth because youth is such a huge population. And a lot of people don't realize how many youth there is. And a lot of youth need role models, unlike celebrities. And then, and it's unfortunate because that's what they see on social media. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a lot of youth need more guidance and appropriate guidance to help them to get into whatever they like to get into. And that's when yeah. I noticed that a lot, especially when I was growing up. I used to follow a lot of celebrities, or, you know? And then I realized, like, this is not what I want. I need someone that looks like myself. So I do want to be the next role model for those who are deaf or who have other disabilities as well, that they can achieve anything they can. Yeah, I love that. You know, and it was um, it was not until recently I had a true appreciation of representation matters, right? Although I know in my head why it makes sense. But when, you know, even just what you said, such the, you know, profound moment, like when you said I needed someone to look like me, right? Or even not, even just deeper to understand me, exactly, right? And I think that it's just so important to recognize that you know we have to continue to open up the doors to to be to embrace these new these new conversations, right? And not recognizing. I know for a while, you know, many of us live. If it ain't broke, why fix it? There are lots of things that we need to, you know, fix and make sure that we're more accommodating, right? So what are some things that you do and um, what are the, what's the message that you try to portray when you're, when you're having those connections and trying to connect communities? Because I think at the end, that's really what you're doing is bridging the gap between the communities, right? Yes. Uh, my whole purpose, the message is really to say that you can do it too, but it doesn't mean that it's difficult. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is it's easy to be inclusive. It's yeah. not that difficult. And unfortunately, there's a lot of ignorant people out there. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of time, I try my best to be open-minded with why they're ignorant. But at the same time, I have to tell myself that's not my job. Yes. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you're really helping the next person behind you. You just never know. For example, I had a guy in cancer that 
never believed in me going to school. Mm-hmm. She didn't put my grades in because she thought I was not capable of going to post-secondary. Yeah. I went back a couple months ago. That's four years later. I just saw her a couple months ago. She was shocked. She was, was emotional. And she thought, didn't you love Kalina? There was enough students behind you. And I was like, oh. She said, you really taught me a lot. And wow. sometimes, and that's what they had, it hit me. And I'm like, wow. Sometimes you just have to keep going because that's what, how they're going to learn. Because yeah. you never know who you're helping next. And that's the whole point for me. If you just never know who you're helping next, who is behind you, who needs your voice. So yeah. that's the whole message of helping to community put a band-aid on it and say, hey, it's easy. So you can do that. Because you just never know who needs your, the services. And you just never know who you're going to help next. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, that is so true. And I think that, you know, utilizing platforms like social media, I think that, you know, the beauty of it is that you're able to connect, you know, to more people, you're able to, you're able to um, find those, find the people who need to hear what you're saying quicker and faster. But it's also, you know, like you said, although you said that it's easy to be inclusive, but it does take a mindset, right? It does take a mindset. So how are you helping people who may think they're uncomfortable about having this conversation? Like what are those icebreakers and what are those conversation starters that you use to start laying out the playing field? Say, oh, you know what? This is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, that happens so many times. I honest. can imagine. <laughs> I like so many times people are like, oh my God. So, so I all tell people, hey, have you ever thought about using the platform? Have you ever thought about using a cap- cap- cold caption in your story? Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait, but I don't know how. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's so easy. And the thing is, the way how I put myself is more freely and friendly. I'm not very like, okay, well, do you know you have to do that? I'm not <laughs> or a front. You know, I'm like, hey, by the way, I'm just wondering if you know how to do this because I can't hear what you're saying, or you have an accident. Can you talk slower? Just because I am deaf. And usually, a lot of time, I always say, Hey, I'm, by the way, I am deaf. And like, Oh my God. So, you did right there. That's when uh, people start talking. I guess it's really on your tone as well. And for me, I have a very funny tone. I'm actually funny. I'm not like, Oh, like, you know, no. Like, people be like, Oh my God, this is so nice. Like, she, and I'll tell people, If you have any more questions, by the way, just let me know. Hit my DM, hit my email. I have no problem helping you. Bother more. And that's how it works. Yeah, that is so beautiful. I think that, you know, just just be willing to have the conversation and being willing to receive the conversation, right? And I think that, you know, you know, I I, I love I love the fact that one, you are so positively open about it. Right. And it, so it doesn't it doesn't force people to regress sometimes and just be like, oh, my God, well, now well, now I'm awkward and, you know, I have to defend <laughs> myself. Right. But it's just also like that awareness. And I think that one of the things that I, I love that you are highlighting is that disability is not always something that you're going to see. Exactly. Disability is not always something that you're going to be able to pick out out of the crowd. Right. Yeah. And it's just being able to one con- once confronted with it, embrace it, exactly. like just take just look, get in the moment, live in the moment, embrace and learn from the moment. Be that be that force, that change force, you know, to just 
be part of increasing awareness and helping others to recognize that this is something that is just easy to do. I agree. I agree. And a lot of times people think it's difficult because, again, there's not a lot of education on it. Yeah. So that's why a lot of people said it's hard. And I said, no, you just have to be really mindful how you're representing yourself. How are you thinking? Are you like, okay, oh, okay, this is it. Maybe I should do my research. But again, I don't blame anybody. And that's why I would tell the disability community there's no one to blame. Yes. Because there's not a lot of education. And that's the issue. Yeah. So I would always tell people, you know, don't feel bad after you learned about something. Be like, yeah. you know what? Thank you for telling me. I'm going to take that and move forward right there. Don't take it personal. And I would tell people, don't take it personal when you learn about something, about yeah. how to be more adaptable. Yeah. Absolutely. So what are some what are some tools or ways that um, individuals can uh, provide or learn from themselves that you would recommend are either great platforms, great resources? We're going to hit on your book in a little bit. Right. But what are some things that we can kind of take away and say, you know what, I'm going to check this out or I'm going to consider this in the future? Definitely. Um, there's so many things to consider. Um Everything I've been doing podcast, I've been teaching a lot of podcasters how to put the closed caption on Zoom. Mm. A lot of people do not know Zoom has automatic closed caption. They thought they had to type in. I said, no, those are automatic ones. They're like, really? So if you are someone listening and who wants to do Zoom, you're more than welcome to do Zoom. But there are um, a closed caption. You do not need to pay. I know people always ask, like, do you need to pay for closed caption? No, you don't <laughs> need to. It's free. And number two, don't be afraid to ask for um, what the needs or what the accommodations are. Um, because the more, I, I always have to remind a lot of people, when you ask people what the accommodation, what their needs are, you're making the other person feel more comfortable talking mm. to you about the accommodation. And they're like, wow, she really thought about me. Yeah. Wow, I can, you know, the more, the way you represent yourself and the more you have respect for yourself and the person, because the person will respect you even more. Yeah. And third thing I would say is definitely um be really mindful of I know that I know that's gonna be like oh, clean, I don't know how. Um speak very good. I know a lot of people are like, okay, what do you mean by speak good? <laughs> what I mean by that is um try best not talk too fast. Mm-hmm. Um for me personally, I'm from a Jamaican Caribbean island background, so we talk really fast a lot of times. Especially my dad, he have a very strong Jamaican accent, and I cannot understand my dad. Just <laughs> and I've been like, okay, well, you just slow down. <laughs> yeah. So, um, just be really mindful how you speak to people and um, watch your tone. You know, especially if someone is asking you to repeat themselves, repeat yourself, but use a soft voice. I always tell people use a soft voice. Don't you repeat gradually. Don't yell. Mm. I get that a lot of times. People <laughs> always yell at me every time I say, like, oh, can you repeat that again? They're like yelling. I'm like, I never said yell at me. I get that a lot. And it's so annoying. Like, sometimes I have to yell back. <laughs> I'm like, how do you like it now? I'm like, I'm like, exactly. That's what you just did to me. So don't do that. So um, just be really mindful of like how you're talking to people. Always use a soft tone. Don't use aggressive voice. And especially if you are someone who has a really strong accent, um, just talk really slow how you can. I know it can be annoyed, frustrated, but I mean, hey, if you want to communicate, you can communicate by just doing that. Especially if you want something so bad, yeah. you can do it. 
So that is my key uh, tool that I would recommend a lot of people. That is wonderful. And I think it's so applicable in any environment. When we're talking about school, we're talking about just customer service. We're talking about, uh, you know, just conversation. I think that it's just, it's just, those are just so simple things that you can start to continue to implement, right? And that, and not only that, that's just, those are just simple, effective communication skills, like basic 101, right? So it's not even that you're asking people to do anything necessarily different, but just being more thoughtful about, you know, how you are communicating and making sure that, um, you are you are making the conversation that it's it's easy to receive on both ends. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. All right, let's talk about this book. Oh <laughs> First of all, congratulations! It is Thank not you. easy. It is not easy, and it's very time consuming to write books. Right. So the fact that you committed to the time, uh, stuck to your vision. I mean, kudos to you. So. Please, this is your hype corner, your hype moment. I (laughs) I want you to live in it and just be proud of yourself. But let's talk about your book. Thank you. Honestly, I'm really proud of myself because I actually released my book or launched my book. It's a different turn for it. I didn't even know about it. I'm like, okay. (laughs) I launched my book before I turned 25. A lot of people said, wow, like not even 25, you have a book. Um, so yes, my book called Every Day I Am Just Deaf. So it's about me being deaf in the hearing community. So it basically is mixed with poetry and biography. So it's very short. It's 95 pages. So cute, adorable. And I literally just talk about um, really like just my personal life, but also educating people. Mm. What it's like to be deaf. What are my thoughts? What is my thinking? For example, I know a lot of people ask me really weird questions like, oh, can deaf people drive? So I talk a lot about ignorance, mm. what uh, comments I got, how can we community, we hearing community can do better. Um, so really it's very um, different perspective type of book because a lot of people said, wow, like this book is really mind-blowing. Like, I never knew the deaf community had the struggle, had the difficulty while communicating with the hearing community. I didn't realize that there's a lot of slack of education uh, about the disability community, but as well for the deaf people. And so that is definitely my book. Um, I, I really, truly hope everybody likes it. If you can, write a review on Amazon. You guys can find my book on Amazon. Uh, however, I am trying to get my book on the bookstore because it's very difficult at times. So I'm really <laughs> trying to take my baby step. I'm not in no rush, really. Good um, for you. Just, uh-huh. Thank you. Because it's my first book, so I don't want to go overstress myself though yeah and you still have all these other hats that you're wearing (laughs) that you're you're trying to like balance and still have a life on 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 that too so well congratulations and I love the fact that um you know I definitely will make sure that I include the link in the um, description for the podcast to make sure that our audience have access to get this book and I myself will um you know be sure to uh to get that. But what I love is that you've taken, you've taken such a positive angle on uh, your journey. And I, I always have a more of appreciation for people who never victimize themselves and recognize 
that you have a potential to be a voice. You have a, you are capable of doing more than you are willing to, you, that you can possibly do. And then I love the fact that you add the beauty of poetry in there and just kind of like, and then the education part of it. So there's so many layers yes. in, you know, <laughs> in this, uh, this snapshot of your life, your life, but it's only, it sounds like it's clearly only the beginning, right? I feel like there is so much more coming from you and, um, you know, and just kind of like being able to share in the journey is, um, it's beautiful. So thank you for taking the time and finishing and sticking to it. Yes. And I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and caveat, you know, before 25, writing a book, working on your degree, uh, you know, advocating, do like you are doing it. Like, yeah. oh my goodness. <laughs> I, it's, it's amazing. And um, I, you know, I'm so glad that you're, you're taking this time. I definitely would like to take an opportunity to ask you since COVID, COVID has had a way of shifting the world as we know it, right? What are some pros and what are some cons that have either enhanced the, uh, the, uh, the deaf community or maybe, maybe made some more challenges to, uh, to make sure that, you know, we're more deliberate on how we're uh, addressing and making awareness to this community? Definitely. Um, COVID had been a lot of cons, uh, to be honest, more than pros. Okay. Um, the con is because a lot of deaf community rely on lip reading, and they are, because of the mask that's been covered, they don't feel comfortable. My staff wow. to me, I've never been outside since COVID. And people always, even my friends were always like, hey, let's go for a walk and stuff, but they choose to wear the mask. And I told them, if you're going to wear your mask, I'm not hanging out with you. Wow. Because I can't communicate. I, I don't know what you're saying. Like, even, too, like, when I go to the store, like, I have to make my family come with me sometimes. Even my little sister. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to the store, but I need you to come with me because I can't. I can't hear them all. You know, even sometimes, too, like, I remember one time I had to go to the store by myself, and I was really mad and frustrated because I had to return something. And that's the it was the time where it's like where everything was slowly open. They were trying to do a refund, and so I'm asking them something. Oh my god! When I tell you guys, I couldn't even understand. I was like, "Can you write on a piece of paper, please?" Wow! Because I couldn't. And I I heard certain words, but I couldn't hear the full sentence what they were saying. Wow. So COVID had a lot of more cons for the deaf community. Um, the pro of it is that a lot of people are able to get a job from home. A lot of people who have disability, or especially for myself who is deaf, finding a job would be a lot easier for those who work from home, especially who feel comfortable in the home. And it takes a lot of um, courage to get yourself out there, especially working environment for the deaf community can be really challenging because a lot of time. Um, again, um, organizations don't really hire a lot of deaf people. Mm. And so usually a lot of time, if, if they get a job working from home, they have a higher chance of getting it because you work from home. It's not like you're interacting with people. And so a lot of time with the deaf community, a lot, a lot of time we get exhausted, right? Because we have to read your lips consistently 24-7 to have a full communication with you. So that's where the pro is for COVID for the deaf community. Wow. I wouldn't have thought about that, right? Even just 
you know, the mask not being able to do lip reading, you know, I like it's it's something that I did not or haven't even considered. Right. So thank you for sharing that and, um, you know, having me be more mindful. And, you know, I recognize that, you know, circumstances and, you know, situations. But, you know, it's just again, it's that awareness. I think that, you know, when you are, you know, it's to say that you're going to change the world is not, you know, it's not it's not something that is a, you know, reasonable, but it's taking those small steps to in, to plant the seeds is what I call it, that has those long-term impacts, right? And the, and you do that by educating. You do that by making people aware. You make, you do that by making people be part of the solution, not necessarily part of the problem. And I think these are all those, those small steps that have the big wins at the end. Right. So thank you again. Thank you for continuing to educate me through this process. Even in 28 minutes, I can't tell you how much I'm walking away you know, <laughs> with that. So, you know, so what is next for you? Right. When you when you continue to to see where you are, what you've done. Right. What is that thing that keeps you up at night that you are that you are just ready to attack and just address? Um, I did a lot to very important people in my life. I mm-hmm. lost my godfather due to a motorcycle accident. I'm sorry, my condolences. Thank you. Um, he was on my raised my house, actually. Don't act like he passed away. And the second person was just my grandmother. She raised me. She mm. passed away three years ago. Three years ago. I don't know. It's been really long. It's not long, but it's been a while. But um, because those two people are my very important people, they're the one that um, cut me out of trouble, make sure I was in, I was in point. And um, they're the one that actually really taught me how to build my confidence, especially my grandma. Um, she would. The one that raised me because my mom had me at a young age. And um, when I became deaf, my grandma knew that my confidence was really low. She really helped me a lot of time. And she stepped in basically for my mom so that my mom can finish college. And um, so that is why I keep moving forward. If I wasn't for my two guns, Angel, I would not be here. Wow. Just beautiful. Just beautiful. So what do you, what is... What is the message, if, if my audience takes away anything from this conversation, what is that lasting message that you want to um, have them, have it be heard and felt? What would that be? I would say, uh, don't be afraid for sticking up for others, just because mm. you don't understand what they're going through, but you have a voice too, so does the other person. Be really mindful. Beautiful. Absolutely. I mean, Best, best point that I've heard this week. So thank you for that. I'm going to give you a, a few minutes to share um, your platform. Where can my audience connect with you? Um, again, I know you said, you know, I want you to reiterate your book again. And, uh, you know, where can they follow you? Just go and I'll be sure to make sure that I include that on my uh, uh, podcast description as well. Definitely. Uh, so I do have a lot of ways people can get away, um, get in touch with me. So the first thing, everybody can get in touch with me with my website, which is inclinaempowerment.com, or my Instagram, which is Boss, or on Facebook, 
which is Kalina Powell, simple name. Um, so those are the three platforms you can find me. And however, if you are reaching out to me for services or looking for a book, um, definitely write podcast so I know where you're coming from because I get a lot of messages, random messages. People want my services. I'm like, okay, where did you? How did you hear about me? You know, I just I'm just very clear because there's a lot of scam out there now. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So just please be mindful. Just put podcast on that, and then if you want to buy my book, it's on Amazon. So you can just type in Clean and Power on Amazon, and you will see my book. My book will be the first one that showed up. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I tell you what, I, it was an absolute pleasure having you on this podcast and the energy, the positivity, and just the value that you are not only bringing to your community or to the disability community, but to everybody is just so, so inspirational. And, you know, I, I want you to know that you are being seen and you are being heard and I appreciate everything that you continue to do and you've done and what you continue to do for the community. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure having you, Kalina, on the show. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to join us and listening to On the Bounce. If you would like to read more on the topics discussed in today's episode, I have included the links to the research I have referenced in the episode description. Please feel free to share your thoughts and leave a comment. And as always, see you next time. Mm